the social introvert. You know, weeds don't have to have any encouragement to grow. You don't have to water them. They don't have to get sunshine. They don't have to have fertile ground. They will grow through the cracks of a sidewalk. But if you want to grow orchids or roses or any kind of exotic flowers, there are special processes and procedures you must go through. Well, by the same token, you don't have to force yourself or motivate yourself to think negatively, to be depressed, to hate somebody, to want revenge, to want to get back at somebody, to beat yourself up over the head, to feel loaded with guilt. You don't have to make any effort to do that. Your mind is on automatic. It will do that by itself. But if you want to begin to move into your own personal greatness, if you want to begin to really enjoy a happy, successful, healthy life, you've got to be willing to go against the tide. You've got to be willing to harness your will and say, in spite of this, I'm in control here. I'm not going to let this get me down. I'm not going to let this destroy me. Cherry Beach flow. I hear all your fake applause. You can keep those. I've been watering my lawn, we at peak growth. Drip system operating, that's a cheat code. I be smiling when they tell me I'm their hero. They see I'm human, admiration go to zero. All these years I've been battling my ego. And my feelings, now I'm noticing I need those. He be hating, but she keep me on repeat though. Green faces, cause I'm rapping over beat slow. Green faces, but the journey wasn't cheap though. Keep hating if that's really what you need, yo. Show you love if I see you in the streets, bro. Rob the industry and split it with my Negroes. 50 injuries and give him 50 D rows. Got a million, still I'm living by my G code. Peace, bro. Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Social Introvert Podcast. I'm your host, Sid Davis. This is episode 380. You can find this show exclusively on bynkradio.net forward slash podcast as well as soundcloud stitcher apple podcast google podcast and spotify if you want to follow me on social media you can follow me on instagram and twitter at i sid davis i have other social media handles that you can follow me at the instagram podcast page is at the social introvert podcast and twitter is at social intro pod send your thoughts you got any questions you need any advice could be about anything. Don't hesitate. Send those emails to the social introvert podcast at gmail.com. That's brand new from Code of the Friend titled Cherry Beach off of the brand new EP Lyrics to Go Volume 3. It's available on all music streaming platforms. Go check it out. It's a really decent project. I'm so happy that this dude exists. Don't know why I'm saying <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying that, but I'm so happy he exists. Part of that reason is because you know, you grow up listening to all of these rappers. They give you your your introspective uh, view of certain things in life, makes you think about certain things. But Code of the Friend really taps into what it's like from growing up as a young boy and going through shit to a full grown ass man and what you might have to put up with. He talks about single fatherhood. He talks about domestic violence. Actually, on this project, I believe the track is called Bitter. There was something that happened to him where some girl called him out, just falsely accusing him of uh, just sexually uh, abusing her. I guess something crazy happened, but come to find out it wasn't true. He goes into detail about it and and what happens. But he talks about single fatherhood. 
domestic violence and what you just go through uh, as a, a grown man, even at such a young age, too. And yeah, we've had our, our Nas's, our Jay Z's, our, our Razzcast, our Kooji Raps talk about a lot of those things. But something, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just. maybe it's just genuine coming from him and i know a lot of people don't really know about code of the friend but i think they need to take their time and listen to his music because he goes into a lot of it and a lot of it may be difficult to listen to it's nothing like where man i gotta turn this off but what it does especially with lyrics to go volume three um, it, it it's basically self-reflection. You will have to go in the mirror and stare at yourself and say, who am I as an individual, as a man? So that that's basically how he's giving it up on here. And a lot of these tracks are short, very concise. I would say Code of the Friend and Earl Sweatshirt are like the only two people right now that can give you everything in full detail of whatever subject they're talking about in like a minute and a half, no more than two minutes. Those are the only two that can really do it and execute it properly. So yeah, lyrics to go volume three is out. Check it out. Stream it, man is, is really good. So let me see what we're going to get into today. I did a stream yesterday just a random stream, uh, made a beat. What else? I talked about the Kevin Samuels, Nicki Minaj situation, which that right there just exposed Kevin Samuels. He's a fraud. He's a fraud. He, he was not the Kevin Samuels that we all know him to be on YouTube. Like I, I was shocked. And, uh, Nicki Minaj was shit testing him the entire stream. I wouldn't even, what was it on IG? Yeah, it was on IG live. She shit tested him just to see if does he have that same energy for her as he does for all those other women on his show. Come to find out he doesn't. So, yeah, there you go. Uh, (laughs) But anyway, uh, what else did I get into? I, I talked about the Mandalorian a little bit. Boba Fett. I'll get into that later. What else did I speak on? What else did I speak on? I spoke on also, oh, briefly, really briefly, I spoke on uh, a girl on Instagram, I quote unquote, Instagram model who went missing in Ghana after partying on a yacht with uh, billionaires. So we're going to get into that right now because I didn't want to get into detail on the stream on Twitch because it, it was just too sad to talk about. Um. Let me see where this article is at. Uh, me, meow, M-E-A-W-W.com, meow.com. I guess that's how you pronounce it. I don't know. So the title of this article is how did Julie Diane Williams die? Instagram model tiger booty found dead in Ghana. Yes, that is her name on Instagram. Tiger booty is a white girl with a fat ass. You see, you seen one, you seen them all. Uh, but anyway, she is from Atlanta, Georgia. I'm going to get into this article. It's let me see here. Uh, it's not, it's not long. So maybe I'll read the whole thing. Popular Instagram model, tiger booty, whose real name is Julie Diane Williams 
has tragically died at a young age. As per the latest reports, she was found dead far away from home in Ghana, where she was reportedly quarantining due to a COVID-19 diagnosis. Ghana police discover Williams's body at the Ray Porsche Hotel in Albalimk in oh in Accra. Accra is that how you pronounce it? So forgive me. In December 14th, on December 14th, 2021. Sorry. Shit. Authorities later released a statement concerning the death of the fashion influencer who originally hails from Atlanta, Georgia. The family was officially informed of the investigations being conducted into the circumstances leading to her death. Stated police officials Williams's family wishes her autopsy to be done in the U.S. and arrangements are being made to ensure the same. We don't trust Ghana health authorities will do a good job, so we want the autopsy done in the United States. I wouldn't trust the United States either. <laughs> Family spokesperson. Oh, yeah. Okay. Family spokesperson Julie Williams told. It has also come to light that Tiger Booty was the mother of one child. Jesus Christ. Goodness gracious. Um, Okay. Williams, who had over 601,000 followers on her Instagram profile, Tiger Booty, was well known for her explicit photos where she showed off a tiger tattoo across her hips. According to the latest update on December 31st, 2021, two local suspects have been arrested in Ghana in connection with Williams's death, though the exact nature of their crime has not been divulged yet. In an elaborate statement, the police detailed the Williams arrived in Ghana on December 3rd, 2021 via Nigeria having tested positive for COVID-19 on arrival. She was taken into isolation center at uh, Av oh at Av Maria Hotel South Lagoon Accra. Further in investigation revealed that on December 6, 2021, the deceased was picked up by some alleged friends from the isolation center and taken to Zoko Lounge at airport residential area where she had lunch and was then taken to the Ray Porsche Hotel at Alba Limpk. Records available at the Ray Porsche Hotel indicate that the deceased checked out from the hotel on Sunday, December 12th at noon, intending to travel back to Nigeria, but cannot proceed because of via, not via, of visa issues. She returned <laughs> to the hotel the same day at 2 p.m. and checked in again. On December 14, 2021, police received a complaint from two of the staff of the hotel to the effect that the said Julie Diane Williams was found unconscious in her room at the hotel. A police team proceeded to the hotel and after the necessary protocols, took her to the police hospital where she was pronounced dead on arrival. So this happened a while back and... I don't want to just go out and speculate and just say, hey, this is this is what it is. So she could have she could have just died from COVID-19 in her room unconscious uh, after being found unconscious. But um, what a lot of women are doing, these Instagram, not a lot of women, excuse me for saying that. <laughs> what a lot of these Instagram influencers doing, these women who just show off their assets and they look good. Uh, hey. I agree. They look great. What they're doing is booking these trips to go to Dubai and other beautiful looking countries. 
and receiving messages from men to say, hey, offers on the table. I give you this much if you can come out here and party with me, such and such. Wham, bam, boom. Um, and they, they take up on the take them up on the offer and they just go out and some of them end up going missing. So me being a grown ass man, right? Obviously, I will not be traveling out of this country alone. I've always been a part of that. Like I've always subscribed to that. Like my grandmother told me that when I was little. Like I'm I've always looked at foreign spots and I'm like, oh my god, that looks so dope. That looks so cool. And my grandma would be like, sweetheart, she's like, if you ever decide to go out of the country don't go alone don't ever go alone she's like don't i know you you you'll be a man at that point and you can do what you want you're tough blah 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 but still don't go alone even i won't do it and i came to that realization even when i wanted to do it i remember i remember when hostile came out to horror movie I think written and and directed and and I believe produced as well by Eli Roth. I watched Hostel and it's about three men, friends who travel outside of the country and some unfortunate things happen. Um, If you're not used to blood and gore and stuff, I just suggest you don't watch it because um, and if you're easily squeamish to certain shit like that, just don't watch it. But anyway, (laughs) just don't. But, you know, it kind of freaked me out. I was like, holy shit. So, yeah, if I go out of the country with I've been before, like I went to the Cayman Islands 2014. I think we were like 17 deep. Yeah, we were 17 deep. Yeah, it'll be like that. It Not that much. I mean, that's a lot of people, but still, I'm going to have a group of folks with me. I do not play that shit. And a lot of these women... What they're doing is they'll they'll take these millionaires and billionaires up on the offer to come out and party and you do, you know, some you know sexual acts and you do certain things to, you know, uh, receive a, a certain amount of money. They won't tell their loved ones. They may tell like one person or something like that and promise and hopefully that friend or whoever won't say anything else to anyone else. So they go out of their way to tell someone that is going to keep a secret and not say shit. Sometimes they might not say anything at all. They're just going to say, hey, I'm out, blah, blah, blah. I don't know when I'll be back. And you don't know what the fuck is going on or what happened to them if something unfortunate happens. So I'm not trying to tell women what to do because you know how women get. Don't tell me what to do. I just say, hey, stay safe. Please stay safe. If you decide to go out of the country Go with a group of people and still someone's going to say, well, y'all always say women be careful and look how they end up. I would go out on a limb and say some of you women make horrible choices. Now, there's men who make very shitty and horrible choices, too. But when it pertains to this, this certain scenario, y'all be making some horrible fucking choices because what are you doing not telling people your location and where you're going to be. Yeah, you can have this whole attitude. I'm an adult. Nobody can tell me what to do, but fam, stay safe. Please protect yourself. That's all, that's all I'm asking because there's countless stories of these Instagram models or influencers who were doing this and some of them come back to uh, and live to tell the tale, but horrible things do happen to them overseas. 
I'm just saying stay safe because this shit is dangerous. Like I said, I'm a grown ass man. I'm 32 and even I'm not going out of this goddamn country alone. I wouldn't even go to Puerto Rico alone and I wouldn't even go to Hawaii alone. These and they're part of the U.S. I wouldn't go to those places alone. So, yeah, please stay safe, man. This shit is look, man, I can't tell nobody what to do. All I can say is um, I, I hope y'all are doing your best to stay safe and just make better choices. Uh, Tiger Booty. I've followed Tiger Booty since what? 2013. 2012 2013 uh she was on twitter and instagram yeah since the excuse me the iteration of instagram so i've been following her since then she's been posting those same pics forever (laughs) but no uh this is not a laughing matter but rest in peace to julie diane williams uh this this is insane make better choices folks Anyway, let me see. Comes to new music. Let me see what I want to play. You know what? I'm going to play something else by Coda the Friend. This track is titled Boy. This is off of Lyrics to Go Volume 3. Check it out. The Social Introvert. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a California resident. Had to check the mirror like, why the fuck I'm settling? What's the money for if I ain't living my dream, nigga? My goals being reached for some reason, they seem bigger. What is left for me when I'm living for everyone and they moms? Been working all these years, the whole of world in my palm. Been giving freely to people that really could give a shit less. Abandon me when shit gets real, see how that feel. And in that moment, I noticed that I don't know nobody's shit. It's my perspective and tunnel vision that got me rich. Tunnel vision, don't even know what a hobby is. All these hating rappers be whacking shit like hockey sticks. Yeah, local boys, always vocal boys. Young Coda did it first like I'm soldier boy. Flight boy at my worst, wasn't broken boy. Long Beach hooping shot is wetter than the ocean boy. Got me feeling like killer cam in the basement. Y'all was part time, my nigga, I took the grave shift. The day shift, the night shift, the studio is makeshift. All I really had was a catalog and vices. Living through my raps, the shit as real as my life is. Happy that I'm growing, no longer rolling the dices. Cause toxic shit expensive, I couldn't afford the prices. Fuck, all I'm letting in my life is love. Again, that is Boy by Coda the Friend off of the brand new project lyrics to go volume three it's available on all music streaming platforms go check it out so dope so freaking dope i'm waiting for his next album if you're not familiar with coda the friend i will say one of his recent albums oh that's right it's titled to kill a sunrise and it's entirely produced by static selector check that out and i guess let me know what you think man Um, i like it uh, some of the other people that I told to check it out, they loved it. They've never heard of Code of the Friend. They were like, yeah, man, I, I'm a fan. So um, do your Googles. Once again, To Kill a Sunrise by Code of the Friend and Static Selector. Very decent album. So let's get into what I'm watching, man. Fam, listen, I, I came in here like I was against the whole Superman and Lois shit. I don't like... Uh, What's his name? Tyler Hecklin. Yeah, it's Tyler Hecklin who plays Clark or slash Superman. And I wasn't feeling it because of what I saw on Supergirl. I'm like, 
oh, hell no. <laughs> if this is how they giving it up, I'm not interested. Because I believe in season, I, I stopped watching Supergirl in like season three. I think that's when they introduced Superman. Or four, maybe. I know I stopped watching season three and then I watched like maybe one or two episodes of season four where you got to see Clark or Superman. And they announced the spinoff. And I'm like, oh shit, if he's playing Superman, I'm not interested. Fuck out of here. But no, these are entirely different writers and producers and and very talented directors. And I would I just want to say thank you. Thank you. And I'll admit, I like Tyler Hecklin as uh, Clark Kent, a.k.a. Superman. I really do. This new season of Superman and Lois is great. And then there's a lot of people complaining. Like, they don't mention Supergirl at all. They, it's like they're making it to act like she doesn't exist. Keep it that way. Yeah, let, let's let's keep it that way. This is entirely different. I don't want to see a fucking cameo of no damn Supergirl, let alone the CW Supergirl. Let's keep it. Yeah, I don't want to see a CW Supergirl. Let's never let that happen again. Okay. But yes, season two, I'm not going to give anything away. But it was rumored in at the end of episode one, the premiere. Now, yeah, episode one, season two, the premiere that we thought it was the comic book accurate version of Doomsday. We were completely wrong. It was a complete bait and switch. It said, nope, Bizarro. And I was like, "Uh, I don't know how I'm going to feel about that. I'm not against Bizarro or anything like that, but I'm not. Bizarro isn't like my go-to whenever you're coming up with a story of Superman. I'm, I'm not really. Bizarro's not my first choice, right? But fam. Episode three and four, man, fam, the the costume design of Bizarro, the the makeup, just the the effects, the special effects of Bizarro look fucking amazing. This looks so dope, and the special effects when Superman and Bizarro are fighting look great. Uh, John Henry Irons, aka Steel, uh, he got injured really bad in his fight with Bizarro. Uh, but th- just this whole thing together, like what they're doing with season two is great. And I, I hope they don't jump the shark. Uh, I hope nothing weird happens. Just keep it like this. Keep it grounded. And yes, you say, what do you mean grounded? Like just, if you watch Superman and Lois, you know what I mean. Keep it like the way it is with season one and season two. This is awesome. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Now, I can tell you what I don't love. That would be the book of Boba Fett. And on the stream, like I said, and I think I said this on a podcast uh, last week as well. You know, I watched episode one twice. The first time I was like, eh, whatever. And I watched it again. Because by that time, we already have four episodes out. So I said, you know what? Let me go ahead and binge this really quick. I don't binge watch a whole season like that in one take. I can't do it. I really can't. But um, I was like, you know what? Let's watch it. Watched episode one again. I was like, okay, not not bad. I feel like 
him escaping the Sarlacc pit, Boba Fett escaping, uh, should have been more epic, but okay, cool. You showed him escaping the Sarlacc pit. Then he gets his ass kicked by Tusken Raiders, kidnapped, and I guess he has to prove himself in some sort of way. And Disney has done it in a sense where the Tusken Raiders, they're trying to put this with reality. So what they're saying is I actually have a post right here from somebody who's this idiotic shit. So I'm going to read it. Um, This individual says Disney has turned the Tusken Raiders from an unpopular species known for their savagery and turned them into a misunderstood people that most outworlders outworlders don't understand. Kind of like how the Asians or, or white people look at black people or Latinos and Hispanics. And it's like, fam, no, stop that. Quit, quit doing shit like that. And that's what pisses me off with the whole um, the representation diversity shit on TV. It becomes problematic because the same thing. This happened a couple years ago, too, with Lord of the Rings, where there was an article written. I believe it was on Cinema Blend. Correct me if I'm wrong. I believe it was Cinema Blend. And the, the motherfucker was saying that orcs, if you're familiar with Lord of the Rings, they said orcs um, are like black people. And I said, hold the fuck up. <laughs> and it, the article, the person who wrote the article was trying to go into this like sentiment, uh, like very like feel sorry for a certain group of people think peace with the article. And I'm like, no, fuck out of here. Because if you were ally, <laughs> that's what pisses me off about this whole allyship. It's like, OK, if you you stand with a group of people, you stand with a group of people. But don't be watching no goddamn movie or TV shows and say, oh, man, this reminds me of uh, said group of people like knock it the fuck off. Stop it. So that's what it just took me out of the show with, I believe, episode three and yeah, episode two and three with Boba Fett and the Tusken Raiders. I said this shit ain't popping like I thought it was going to be popping. I thought Boba Fett was going to come in here and whoop people's asses. None of that's going on because in episode five, spoiler alert, the entire episode is the Mandalorian. You would have thought this is the season premiere of season three premiere of the Mandalorian. Like I said, hold the fuck on. I say, am I watching the season premiere of Mandalorian or is this still the book of Boba Fett? Because now I'm confused and I could tell that they're writing this shit as they go. They had no clue what they were going to do with this uh, book of Boba Fett series. So with that being said, and well, I'm going to get into the next episode, but let me get this out. This lets me know. Um, I don't think they really know what they're going to do for the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. I don't know what the hell they're going to do with Ahsoka Tano. I'm not even remotely interested in Ahsoka Tano, even though I do like the character somewhat. I don't think they, I I don't, I don't know, fam. I really don't. But episode six, episode six of the book of Boba Fett. Again, 
Am I watching the season premiere of The Mandalorian or is this still the book of Boba Fett? Because the majority of this episode, again, is The Mandalorian trying to find his way back to Grogu or the kid or AKA as y'all like to call him, Baby Yoda, which is weird and it does not make sense to me. And another part of this episode is... Grogu being trained by Luke Skywalker. You get to see Luke Skywalker. Uh, somebody, I guess, a body double who's similar to like how Mark Hamill used to be shaped back in the day and the, the de-aging of Mark Hamill's face on said actor who's playing Luke Skywalker. You get to see that firsthand. It is some of the most terrifying shit I've ever seen in my entire life. Stop this de-aging shit. Just get some talented actors and come up with some new shit, please. I'm tired of it. Luke Skywalker here in this episode, episode six, looks like fucking Bed Midler and Barbara Streisand in the face. This shit looks scary. And I'm not trying to make fun of Bed Midler or Barbara Streisand. I like the both of them. But goddammit, no, no. This is, fam... What are, what are they doing, fam? What are we doing here? I can't take it. And then on top of that, Cad Bane shows up from the Clone Wars TV show. He's a bounty hunter. Um, like, and, and Boba Fett shows up for like a minute or two in the episode. Once again, Fennec, his right hand, the 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 assassin, the the woman played by Ming Na Wen. She's doing everything. And I'm like, what the fuck are we doing here, bro? Is this bounty hunter shit or is this? I'm confused. I'm so confused right now. I'm so. Con- <laughs> I'm losing it. But I'm going to tell you what I do like. Peacemaker. I love Peacemaker. John Cena got one. John Cena really got one. You can say, well, John Cena has been in many movies and blah, blah, but he hasn't really been the, the standout lead that you would like to see him be. Like, yeah, he was the lead in the Marine. Uh, I don't like the Marine. I, the Was it 12 rounds? The first one? Yeah. He was the lead in 12 rounds. And he was like the lead in other films, but it wasn't anything that stood out like that it wasn't it, it it wasn't convincing enough it was almost like chris evans back in the day before chris evans became captain america it's, it was like that um but john cena john cena got one and i didn't even know he auditioned to play shazam he was rejected for that he's actually auditioned for many superhero roles and got turned down for him but somehow peacemaker became the one that was meant for him and he's doing a good fucking job as peacemaker i'm enjoying it i love this show and i hope you get a season two uh with that being said let's get into some more music let's get into some more music uh really quick apollo brown and stolly dropped an album titled blacklight last year late last year Really decent album. It sounds like a movie score. Love it. Uh, One of my favorite tracks off of here is titled The Realist. 
Check it out. The Social Introvert. When I die, put the realest on my headstone. Until then, it's Porsche GT two-tone. Bad chick on my side, and she red bone. And if she ain't with me, I roll all alone. Roaming through the streets, bumping gold, baby gold. A hustler on the beat, every word is a bow. The art dealer curated a coach I control. So hang it up and let me paint this picture I expose. My brush strokes create a generation. The way my hands shaped and mold them, it's like claymation. Yeah. The starving artist crawled out his basement. Now it's placement after fucking placement. Once slept on, now I'm most sought after. Yeah, I'm cooking in this bitch. Bring your sought after. Bunch of groupy ass niggas. When you see me out in public, don't introduce yourself, my nigga. Yeah. Cause I don't care for no new partners. Might catch me screaming, fuck the world. I ain't that conscious. But no women or children, I ain't that monstrous. And I never sold my soul, smoke like Rastus. P90 on my waist, up next to Bob. If anybody try me, get a house right next to Hoffa's. But all we want is peace, my brother. But every time I hit the streets, it's like they reaching for me. Dark shades, cause the block is sunny. Bright chain around my neck, got it speaking for me. For all the days that a nigga felt bummy. My off days was like LeBron James going thudding. I've been chasing this dream like a cat in the birdie. A little ahead of my time, it's like I'm batting too early. Well, it's the cleanup. And ever since I've been blacking on records, got my green up. Diamonds, Aquafina, got my throat about the cleaners. Uh, worth the Coogee Chocolia, I pay nothing for my sneakers. That's the perks of being a leader. Dicky pants, wife beater, I'm back on my Midwest. Niggas said I fall off, shit. I did a 10 stretch, talent mixed with hard work, yeah, I had it bench pressed, put in, rep after rep, that's Once again, that is The Realist by Stiley and Apollo Brown off of the album. Blacklight is available on all music streaming platforms. Go check it out. Beautiful album. Such a beautiful album. Uh, I can't wait to see what Apollo Brown does next and Stiley, for that matter. I can't wait to see. I hope they keep this thing going. I'll just say that. Just like I asked that Nas and Hit Boy keep it going. And actually, really quick, I think King's Disease 3 is coming out next year. So, so I hope Starly and Apollo Brown do something else. I would like to see Apollo Brown and Sky Zoo do something again because their album was really cool. Uh, and there, there's a few others, man, that I'm, I'm just looking forward to. I hope Freddie Gibbs and Alchemist do something else as well. And I know we have Larry June and Alchemist on the way, so hey and currency and alchemist shit so whatever anyway let's move on before i get up out of here i just want to say don't let nobody talk you out of happiness don't let nobody talk you out of making choices that are beneficial to you i'm gonna just say that don't let nobody do it i don't your mom fuck them if it's your mom your dad your whoever fuck them and just just do it just go on and do it because you only hurt yourself if you don't end up doing it. I know it's cliche as hell. Not so much as saying not listening to your mom and dad because they don't know. what they, Sometimes they really don't know what they're talking about. And I'm not talking about me, not my mom or my dad or because my dad's passed away. Uh, my mom is in full support. But I'm just saying anybody else that's going through um, a situation or making a choice or going after something that they really want to do. Don't let nobody talk you out of doing it. I don't care. If it's family members that are doing it, fuck them and go out and do it. If you really believe in something that much, just do it. I remember, and I it was on my mind the other day. 
I remember, I believe I was like 15 or 16. No, yeah, going on 16. And at that time, I was just like, man, forget school. I don't care, whatever. I, I just, I wasn't feeling it, man. I was, I was doing terrible. My grades was trash. And I shouldn't have been trash because I was, <clears throat> I was like the top student at one point and shit just happens and you just get depressed and things you know you start fucking up but for all i think my childhood up to now i've just been obsessed with music i've been wanting to do something in music for the longest time and even tapping into the behind the scenes aspect of music only made my obsession greater but I remember being 15 and I was coming home from school. I was driven home from school. Uh, my mom, obviously, and the individual that she was married to. And I'm not the biggest fan of that individual, but I won't say anything negative about him because um, I wish nothing but the best for him and <clears throat> I hope he's okay, but that still doesn't take away the fact that I don't like him at all. And he says, you'll never make it. Why are you wasting your time? It's this music stuff is stupid and you're wasting your time doing this. Where do you think you're, where do you think it's going to get you? It's nothing but trouble, blah, blah, blah. And just all time, he would say certain slash shit to me over the years in my teens. And I think, I think what it was is I took that in because it replayed in my mind all the way until now, until now it played on repeat. And I just did the shit out of spite. And I say, I can show you, I can show you better than I tell you. And there have been other people who said things to me, but not like that. And it, it fucked with me for the longest time. I said, oh no, you're not going to tell me I wasn't meant for this. You're not going to tell me that this is a waste of time. I said, because I wouldn't be watching home videos of myself as a three or four year old holding a mic, wearing my mom's shades and wearing this fake ass uh, gold chain or whatever. With a with a uh, tank top, trying to rap lyrics and watching music videos all the time. You're not gonna tell me that this shit ain't possible. Uh, the thing is that it it ended up becoming possible. I, I've I've achieved it. I've achieved it. I am producing for other artists now. I'm I'm in the studio constantly, nonstop making music. I decided to go back to school. Very, uh, I'm glad I made that choice to do it. Go back to school and graduated. And I'm about to go back for my bachelor's program. I did it. I fucking did it. And I did it out of spite just to prove people wrong. That's what you have to do. And you're probably saying, well, Sid, what's the point of you saying all of this? What I'm saying is <clears throat> just go after and, and do what the fuck you want to do. And you're only holding yourself back. The reason why I'm saying it is because there's so many people that will listen to that. Like if I didn't know any better and if I wasn't so defiant and not listen to motherfuckers, 
I would never do this. I would never do this. I would say, well, well, that's what he said. So it's over. I guess it's time to do something, you know, just simple and basic. Not that there's anything wrong with, <clears throat> you know, simple nine to five to, you know, get by and take care of your family and nothing wrong with that by any means. But I know for a fact that I was meant to do this shit and I'm going to still keep trying and I'm just overall stubborn. So I'm going to keep fucking doing it out of spite. I don't even know what you just said to me. It just went in one ear and out the other. So many people take in what someone says to them in a negative way, like talking them out of happiness and striving for something that they will listen to it and it they'll hang on to it for the rest of their life instead of just taking that and still holding on to it and just going out and fucking doing it anyway and achieving and improving it wrong. I broke out of that last week and I said, holy shit, I'm actually I'm actually going against what someone said to me and achieving it. I'm actually achieving it. This is great. But so many people don't do it. They just they hear that thing one time and they're just like, oh, shit. Well, yeah, it's really over. Uh, this person said it wouldn't work. So, hey, uh, and there's so many unhappy people. Uh, and maybe I don't know. Who knows? Maybe it could have been in the same vein as what Jay-Z said about his uncle not believing that he's selling a million records. He didn't think his uncle meant it out of like, uh, you know, negativity or spite or jealousy. Uh, but maybe it was like, how in the hell are you going to sell a million records and blah, blah, blah. And this, that, and the third could have been that point. But no, it made me believe that it wasn't out of fear or kind of like, well, how are you going to do that and achieve it is because the individual kept doing it over and over and over and over again, kept doing it over and over again. And I said, yeah, oh, he, there's some ill intent behind that. Even so much years later. Um, there's, there was someone else, um, on his side of the family that apparently does the same thing. And he went out his way to help to make sure the person was trying to get what they would need, even to the fucking point, even to the point where he would hit me up out of nowhere and ask, he's like, Hey, I know you have this piece of equipment. Um, do you think I could borrow? Like, fuck no. <laughs> Hell no, you can't. You can't borrow my shit. And I'm very protective of electronics and stuff. So regardless, there's only a select few people that would like, I, I've never, I'll say this. I've never been in the same room with Shogun, right? From government name. Shout out to, um, I ain't got my mic right. Damn it. Shout out to Shogun from a uh, government name podcast. He's a, he's a tech savvy guy from the way he talks about tech. I would mail an interface or a USB cord or a damn microphone to Shogun before at the time, if I had new Shogun back then, I would mail that stuff to him before I would uh, let uh, said individual borrow my shit. No, fuck that. <laughs> Are you crazy? Like you, th you think I'm just dumb and I forgot what you said to me repeatedly. So no, um, I just wanted to get this out and tell people, I don't care who the fuck it is. Do it anyway. If you want 
to if you want to be a painter if you want to be a dancer male if i don't care what you want to if you do you want to do some damn if you want to be billy elliott and do damn ballet do it just do it um <laughs> if you want to be a part of the goddamn flash mob just go and do it and and travel uh, across the world being in, in flash mobs and shit do it if you want to um if you if they're pushing you to be a lawyer or something which it's a great fucking profession, but it's not for me. I got a degree in paralegal criminal justice. Uh, and you want to be a firefighter instead? Go and do it. Yeah, it ain't just going for the NFL or the NBA or wanting to be a singer or a rapper or an actor. It's any profession that you desire, that you have a passion for. Just go and do it. Don't let people talk you out of uh, happiness. That, that car, if you want to get um, a Mercedes instead of the Honda Accord, get the Mercedes. They'll try to tell you, well, you know, you got to pay for the, you know, the upkeep is very expensive. I was like, not if it's fucking brand new. If you buy it at like 50,000 or 60,000 or 70,000 miles, hell yeah, you're going to have to keep up uh, with the upkeep, man. It's expensive. What do you mean? And you, you probably don't even read the warranty. You could take it back to the dealership for a certain amount of time and let them fix the parts for free. But motherfuckers don't read. Niggas just want to talk you out of happiness instead. But anyway, I've talked enough. I'm getting the fuck out of here. About to eat me some food. And I want to say um, thank you for listening to episode 380. Really quick shout out to Jonathan Podcast. Uh, shout out to the 12 Cow Podcast, Conversation Con Artists, Saturdays with Chicken Duck, Brunch with Besties, Random Tandem Podcast. And I can't forget, I'm looking for my charger, and I can't forget about the BYNK family. Shout out to Governing Podcast with Shogun and Cole Jackson, and shout out to Rain Coleman over there from the Carefree Black Nerd Podcast. Also, shout out to Wit Janae from Sex with Friends Podcast. And our brand new podcast, season two is already out of We Watch This, hosted by Rain Coleman and Cole Jackson of Government Name. So be sure to go to Spotify and SoundCloud to the BYNK Productions feed and listen to all of season one and season two. Uh, Shout out to Jasmine Blue and Robin Mortal. Those are BYNK blog content creators. I'm also a blog content creator. You can go to BYNKradio.net. Go to the lifestyle section. Scroll down to you see social introvert. Uh, what else am I forgetting? No, that's that's it, man. I got a lot of shit coming. I got some new blogs up. Um, I started something called the Revisit Review, where I'm just revisiting certain shit from like a few years back. Some old school shit, too. Um, I got a radio show coming. I'm putting that together. I uh, still got to send music to Cole Jackson uh, for the radio station. And other than that, man, stay safe. Take care of each other. Most importantly, take care of yourselves. And I will see you guys Thursday. Peace. The Social Introvert.
WYK Radio.